Hi, everyone. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about praying through the storm. Everyone faces storms in their life. Everyone has hard times from time to time. It is inevitable. Things happen. Things that you don't want to happen, happen. My longtime friend, Dr. Robert Schuler, who's in heaven now, once wrote a book titled, Tough Times Don't Last, But Tough People Do. Well, how, how, do, you be, how do you become that tough person? How do, you, how do you take comfort and strength and guidance uh, from God when times get tough? Do you just shout and yell and scream and go ballistic Or do you focus in on the things of God when the storm comes? Now, you know, when the storm comes, (laughs) it seems like all hell breaks loose. But right in the middle of the storm is not the time to panic. I remember the story in the Bible. Jesus had said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. Well, Jesus had something in mind. He didn't tell the disciples what it was. But they got in the boat together and Jesus went to sleep. But all of a sudden, a storm rolled in, and the winds were wailing, and the boat began to capsize as the waves were hitting it. Peter and the disciples went back and awakened him, said, Jesus, don't you even care? We're about to drown. And Jesus awakened and walked to the bow of the ship, put out his hands, and said, Peace be still. And there was a great calm. And when they got to the other side, he said, now, where was your faith? In other words, you could have done this through your prayer. Now, oftentimes people say, well, am I in this battle because I'm out of God's will? And the devil will try to make you believe you're out of the will of God. But let's go back into this story one more time. Remember, Jesus had said to them, let us get into a boat and go to the other side. They could not have been in God's will more than when they got in that boat. Because Jesus told them, get in the boat, we're going to go to the other side of the lake. So don't tell me that just because you're facing a battle, there's something wrong in your life. There was nothing wrong in the disciples' life. Jesus was on his way on a mission to the other side of the lake, and the devil tried to stop them. Now, what was the mission? There was a demoniac on the other side of the lake in a place called Gadara. He was known as the demoniac of Gadara, and he was running through the graveyards naked, scaring the people, terrorizing the city, and no one could stop him. They couldn't chain him. They couldn't bind him. And Jesus was on his way to bring deliverance to the man, and he did bring deliverance. So those disciples were in the perfect will of God when the storm struck. So don't tell me just because you're in a storm, you must be out of the will of God. I have faced many a storm, many a battle in my life. When I was not, uh, when I when I was not out of the will of God, or when I was not, yeah, when I was not out of the will of God, I'll say that right. Or in other words, when I was in the middle of the will of God, and yet the storm struck, and storms hit everybody. And as Dr. Schuler said, tough times, however, don't last, but tough people do. Let's talk about this for a few moments. Let's talk about the power and the purpose of prayer in the midst of the storm. What is prayer? Well, prayer is your connection with God. Prayer, my father, Earl Roberts, used to tell me, is the key that unlocks the throne of God's mercy. I used to tell people, much prayer, 
much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. And what does prayer do? Well, prayer, first of all, brings guidance. Second of all, it brings strength. And third of all, it brings comfort. In all times, not just hard times. Well, when do you pray? Well, some people only pray when hard times come. But that's not my method. I pray every day. Paul said he prayed often. I awaken usually between 4 and 5 o'clock every morning. I don't have to have an alarm clock. I'm just like, I've got an inside alarm clock. Usually, it's a few minutes before 5. This morning, I think it was around 4.49, as I remember. I woke up, and I got up to pray. Well, do you go back to bed after your prayer? Yes, thank God. (laughs) But I have a few moments of prayer early in the morning. I quote a number of scriptures, and I pray over my family. I pray over our ministry. I pray over our partners. And well, how long do you pray? Well, at different different lengths of time. I, I don't time myself, but I pray until I get through. Okay, prayer brings guidance, God's direction. Prayer brings strength, and prayer brings comfort. All right, the Bible says in Philippians four verses six and seven: Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends or which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then here's another scripture, Psalm 34, verse 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. Now that's a promise that when we pray, God will deliver us. Now, he may not deliver us instantaneously. It may come over a period of time. I'm not in charge of that agenda, and neither are you. So don't get weary in your well-doing. Don't get weary in your praying. Remember, Daniel prayed, and the angel, which finally came to him, said, I would have come earlier, but I had to fight through the devil's territory for 21 days. So don't be upset if the answer doesn't happen in a microwave miracle, okay? The second thing is, pouring out your heart to God. When you pray, tell God what's in your heart. You say, well, there's a lot in my heart. I'm afraid to say some of the things that are in my heart. Well, don't you think God knows? If God knows and sees everything, he knows what's inside of you. And maybe you need to get all that out of you so you can repent and really believe on him. So connect with God and find the peace and comfort as you pour your heart out unto him. Now, here are a couple of scriptures. Psalm 62, 8, trust in him at all times. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is your refuge. And then 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, you may be filled with anxiety right now. You may be so anxious you... (laughs) Your stomach is your stomach is going crazy. Your your mind is going in circles. You feel like you're walking around like a chicken with your head cut off. You don't know what to do. It's oh me, oh God, oh stained glass window, oh Bible. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. Take a chill pill for a minute and say, Father, I don't know what to do in this situation, but my eyes are on you. Now that's what Jehoshaphat did. Jehoshaphat was the king. And three armies came against him. And there was no way his little army could have taken on those three large armies. And so what did he do? He called the people together for prayer. 
And they got on their faces before God and they prayed. And they said, God, we need your help. We don't know what to do. We do not have the strength. They admitted that they didn't have the strength and the power to take on these three armies. They fell on their faces and they prayed. Let me tell you what, little is much when you pray. And when they prayed, a prophet showed up. Thank God they were not a nonprofit ministry. <laughs> I just threw that in. Uh, they had a prophet that showed up. And the prophet said, go out tomorrow and face the enemy. You will not have to lift a finger. Well, now that didn't make any sense in the natural. But obey the Lord, he said. Just put the praise and worship singers in front of the army and start marching toward them and watch what God does. Well, Jehoshaphat had prayed. He had heard a prophetic word from God. He believed it. He received it, and he acted on it. And he put a praise team. Can you imagine putting a praise team in front of the, the soldiers with their bayonets? <laughs> and, but that's what they did. And somehow, some way, I don't know, but God brought a state of confusion into the armies of those three different areas. And they began to destroy one another until there wasn't anybody left. And Jehoshaphat and his army marched down there where those three armies had been and took them three days to pick up all the spoils, all the food, all the money, all the uh, possessions, everything that they had. It happened because they prayed and they had a word from God. When was the last time you sat down and poured your heart out to God in prayer? And you heard an answer from the Lord telling you what to do. That's what I'm saying. Pouring your heart out to God. And then praying with faith and trust. Praying and believing that God hears you when you pray. Because he does. Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. Now, that's the scripture that Lindsay and I stood on 43 years ago when we were called into a healing ministry. I had known from an early age that someday a healing ministry would come into my life. And I had experienced a miracle in one of my services which showed me it was time for that healing ministry to begin to happen. But it wasn't happening yet. Lindsay and I found this scripture. I tell you, in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, I, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Well, how can you receive it when you haven't received it yet? I received it by faith. I received it by trust. I said to the Lord, Lord, you told me through a prophetic word numerous times in my life that I would have a healing ministry. I believe that now is the time. I release my faith on it. I call it in that which is not as though it is, and I receive it by faith. Now, look, friend, I didn't have it yet, but I received it by faith. And I no longer asked God for it, but instead I thanked him for the healing ministry that I had. Now, nobody was getting healed, but I thanked him every day, every day. Lindsay and I got up and began to thank him. Thank you, Father, for the healing ministry in my life. I now have it by faith. The days passed, the weeks passed, several months passed. But the night came when I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, several months later, when miracles broke out, the word of knowledge began to flow through me. People began to get healed all over the building. And I had actually physically received what I had received by faith. That's what I'm talking about. Praying in faith and praying with trust. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. 
And then make sure that your prayers are in harmony with God's will. Now, you see, I knew that it was God's will for me to have a healing ministry. And so I got my prayers in alignment with his prayers. And, you know, you say, well, how do I know the difference? Well, there's something that happens to you on the inside when you, when you are in alignment with God. Suddenly, you know that you know that you know that you're on the right track. And believe me, you also know that you know that you know when you're on the wrong track. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will show you, nope, that's not for you. Yes, this is for you. It just happens. It's so powerful. And the scriptures are in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then the other scripture is 1 John 5, 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And as I was saying earlier, and I'll wrap this up, when you pray, you get guidance, you get strength, you get courage, you get knowledge. It changes your life. Why don't you consider doing what I do every morning? Waking up a little early and getting on your face before God and praying. Set your faith before him. Begin to pray the 91st Psalm. I had a prophetic word given over me about a year ago that I was to pray the 91st Psalm every morning before I, before I, I, I got dressed and showered and cleaned up to go, to go to work or whatever I was going to do. I who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. I just start off praying that 91st Psalm every day. Why don't you consider doing that and doing it on a regular basis? Don't just wait and say, well, I'll pray when all hell breaks loose. Nope. Start doing it every day. I pray and believe it will change your life. And Father, right now, in the authority of Jesus' name, I pray that this word that I have brought in this podcast will sink deep into the hearts of every person listening and bring change, and bring healing, and bring victory, and bring miracles. In the authority of his name, I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I'll see you next time. We have just launched The Healing Network. It's all healing all the time. This new 24-hour network is your place for live healing prayer and anointed messages, as well as the classic and timeless sermons of Oral Roberts. And we have new original programs coming soon. Available online or on demand, just look for The Healing Network on your favorite app. For more information, go to richardroberts.org slash The Healing Network.